I think a lot of people are very stressed in corporate America because they're not feeling supported. They're feeling lonely. Welcome to the Juggling the Chaos of Recovery podcast, where we focus on health and wellness and overcoming all types of addictions. You're in the right place if you're a mom, dad, sibling, or caregiver who has a loved one who is or was struggling with an eating disorder or any other kind of addiction. In a time where everything seems heavy, I'm here to bring you a very real yet lighthearted take on what the heck we're all supposed to do with our lives while we care for our loved ones who are struggling. One thing holds true throughout it all. You can't juggle the chaos without smiling, at least a little bit. Welcome to another episode of the podcast. I'm your host, Moira Gorski. So glad that you are here. You know, uh, part of what I love to do and uh, who I love to hang out with is other women. And I love to inspire women and be around inspiring women, as well as, again, be in this area of recovery and motivation and hope and things like that. And so today I have a wonderful guest with me and I'm so excited and very honored that Jean said that she would come uh, on my podcast. Uh, Jean Lavalli is the founder of a net women's networking group that I have been a part of for I'm sorry, I don't really remember how many years, but it's been several years and we'll talk about how long the organization has been around. But Jean Lavalli is the founder of WeSOS, which is a wonderful organization of women. WeSOS stands for Women's Entrepreneurs Stories of Success. Secret, right? Secrets, Secrets of, of Success. Yeah. Right. Secrets <laughs> of Success. And, Just WeSOS. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we call it WeSOS. And we um, are about, again, supporting women to be the best version of themselves, to network, to support their businesses and help them thrive. And so I wanted Jean to come on today and I want to just talk about entrepreneurialism and again, women supporting other women. If you're a listener to my podcast, you know that I've been in the wellness space for over 21 years. And so been an entrepreneur with my own business, as well as starting this podcast in February of 2020. And I've just learned a lot. And I just love, again, supporting women. So before I go any further, Jean Lavalli, welcome to my podcast. I am really thrilled that you are here today. Oh, thank you so much, Moira. I, you know, we were talking a little bit before this, and I'm just thrilled to be here. I'm so honored that you asked me. Uh, we've been friends for probably about a year. I remember the first meeting that we had and um, have been following you ever since. So, you know, it's it's a thrill for me to, to be here with you today. Thank you. Thank you. Um, and WeSOS has been, I mean, I remember WeSOS when it was, I mean, there are several chapters now, um, but I remember when it was this networking group that I heard of that was at a breakfast place uh, that was about 20 minutes from my house. And I just kept hearing that if you didn't register or if you didn't get there in time, you had to sit in the second room because this was such a popular networking group that, you know, the room filled fast, but then, you you know, if you didn't get there in time, you had to, sit, you know, do the overflow room. And um, again, a super wonderful group of women. And since then, it's just expanded out to, again, so many chapters and other states and things like that. But I'd love to just start by, you know, you talking about, like, how did you, I mean, have you always been an entrepreneur? Have you always had a dream of starting a networking group? Like, what what was kind of the start of this entrepreneurial journey and mission of yours? Yeah, well, the mission was something that um, snuck up on me. And <laughs> 
grabbed a hold of me. I always say that Weasels has me. I don't have Weasels. Yeah, I always, I always knew that there was a way to start your own business. I always knew that with a lot of hard work and dedication that it could be done. Um, but I spent 25 years raising my children. So I was in and out of dabbling, making clothes and selling them at vendor shows. And the real, the real kick to the gut came to me was once my kids left for school And I said, well, I'm going to get back into the corporate world and I'm going to make an income and I'm going to help my husband as we go into retirement and nobody would hire me. So I quickly realized that, you know, in the corporate world, women definitely have an expiration date. It's like, (laughs) I raised four children. I'm pretty sure I can do anything in your office you want me to do. Uh, But (laughs) nobody, nobody would hire me. So I did find a company that I loved and the products that they had. And I told my husband, I'm, I'm going to do network marketing because I really believe in that, you know, you and I have very similar ideas about health and wellness and things like that. And I thought that was, I thought that was my calling. I thought that was where I was going to go. And then there was this weird thing where I, my company would tell me all the, my upline and all the people in my company would tell me, you need to get yourself out there. And I had no idea what that meant. So I very reluctantly discovered networking and I didn't realize that that was something that people were doing the whole time that I was staying home with my kids and um, really quickly realized what I liked about networking and what I didn't like about networking. And a really long story short, I started putting up the parameters of what our networking group would look like. And it was focused on support and focused on authentic relationships and focused on really sharing resources of how to have a successful business. Yeah, you know, I've been involved in a few networking groups, chambers, I've visited BNIs, other groups that are no longer in existence or groups that I've stepped away from. I led a DPWN for many years, which was, a again, started small as a, I think it was DuPage Professional Women's, and now it's dynamic because it, you know, expanded out. And so, I've yeah, I've been exposed to different ones. And um And I've learned same way, like what I do like and I don't like. And I don't like when you have to come in with like a handful of paper, right? That leaves little sheets that say, okay, Gene, you should call this person and this person. And like, because it's so much of it I've learned is fabricated. You know, it's like made like, oh, I got to go. Otherwise, I'm going to get in trouble if I don't bring a lead. It's like another job. (laughs) Right. And then the ones that you sit around and have lunch and like, the women just come to have lunch. And isn't that nice? And I love to have lunch. There is no doubt. And I love to have lunch with women. But if I get together, like I want to get some work done, right? Make Mm -hmm. those connections. Mm -hmm. And, Mm -hmm. and I don't like the pressure and the, you know, I just didn't, I don't, I don't like that. And so that's what I loved about coming into WESOS is that, we have lunch, <laughs> so that's good. Yes, at least yes, not yes. not all of them. At least the meetings that I go to. Yeah, yes, uh, we have lunch. We eat, and um, but it's um, it's about this pure connection and this authenticity, and and like you said, sharing resources. If it's what I know, or if it's this link or this company or whatever it is, but sharing and connecting, kind of first off, as opposed to buy my stuff, buy my stuff, buy my stuff. Well, and I think what stops a lot of uh, entrepreneurs, especially women, I think is to be afraid you're going to make a mistake. Right. And that's human nature. I get that. But what I love about WESOS and what I love about the community is something as simple as, and I'll give you a perfect example and you'll know exactly what I'm talking about. We've decided, WESOS has decided to create a podcast and 
you know, I started picking your brain about how do you podcast? What do you do for podcasts? Not right now I'm on your podcast and I'm watching everything you're doing. You know, I admired your microphone when it first got on. So it's, it's very, I think it's very useful for women to be around other women that know what they're talking about. From the beginning of Wesos, I would talk to my friends about, you know, starting a new business and what my marketing looked like. And I have to get on Facebook because nobody wanted to be on Facebook. That was my age 10 years ago. And none of them understood that. They're my good friends and I have a great time with them. And I love to go to lunch with them as well. But to be able to sit at lunch and say to somebody, okay, so who's hosting your podcast? Are you, do you have an editor? Do you need an editor? Do you, I have these resources to share with you because I'm your girlfriend but I also know I'm still, I'm in the same boat as you, the entrepreneurial boat, if you will. Mm -hmm. Right. And it is, if we can connect with others who can share their knowledge with us, all the better. You know, I've been in network marketing for over 21 years and I used to stay away from the other network marketers. I wouldn't do the one-on-ones as we call them with them because I was like, well, they're kind of my competition. So why would I even talk to them? Like that's, Weird. And there have been plenty, well, a few I know, that have taken my card at meetings because that's what we do at the meetings is we'll pass around a bucket, right? And then you put your business card in if you want to do a one-on-one, basically a connection time with someone to get to know them, you pick a card. And um, and I don't know, I saw it happen a couple of times that um, a couple of women who picked my card that were in network marketing, they never did call me. And, you know, whatever their their choices. But what I learned is that just like you said, we're all on an entrepreneurial journey. And so be it that you sell jewelry or makeup or vitamins or a shake or whatever, like we're all doing the same thing. We're all trying. What I always wanted to do, Moira, was to, to sit down with somebody that is in network marketing, because I believe in network marketing. I think it's a great model. Uh, not everybody can do it. Everybody mm-hmm. thinks everybody can do it, but not everybody can. But to sit down and sit down with somebody like you and be able to say, tell me more about your products. Tell me more about your compensation plan. Tell me more about what your team looks like. Tell me more. So that when I'm listening and talking to somebody who says, you know what? I don't know what my next journey is, but I've always had a passion for helping people with their health. I can I can go verbatim. You know, you should call Moira because this, she knows this. The trouble is that, that a lot of times when people have only selling on their brain, the minute you start asking them questions, they take that as, okay, let me run with my sales pitch now. And then that shuts off the conversation because I'm not asking because I want to join your team, but I'm a very well-connected woman and I might know somebody who wants to join your team. Mm-hmm. Right, right, absolutely. And I may not understand a heating and air conditioning company. That's somebody I just met with recently, or, you know, somebody that's a coach or um, somebody again, that does something different. So yeah, I want to get together and tell me about that, but not like you said, it's a different, there's a fine line there that just tell me not because I'm interested, but Mm -hmm. just tell me so that when I'm around other people, and that's what I used to say at DPWN, like it's not about us selling to each other around the table. It's about when you're out having dinner with your friend or talking to your family at Christmas time and somebody says, X, Y, Z, I need a new roof or, you know, I need to lose weight or, you know, whatever the, then you say, Hey, why don't you call such and such? She's in my networking group and I trust her. I mean, that's, I think a big thing. That's a big one. Right. Mm -hmm. Is the finding a tribe of women that you can trust. So if I send somebody to Jean 
then I know that you're going to take care of them. Right. right. And then because I'm not you know going to, yeah. yeah. And I'm not going to get a call from my uncle who said, man, I called that Jean and I got to tell you, I don't know who she is, but I will never call her again or whatever the case is. But it's just that trust factor that you have to be able to find and, a tribe and, of people. And the great thing about Weasels is that you have so many women to meet with. So you hang with the people. And then not to say that we very, very strongly do not want clicks in Weasels. But you're all we're all we're women. You're going to gravitate to the people who have the same energy as you. So when you have somebody that you know, like and trust, that you know, I would never hesitate that if somebody said to me, you know, I need a good cleanse. Do you know somebody who you know I can contact? I, yeah, I'm sure Maura has got something that, that that definitely talk to her about your problems. Talk to you because I trust you. For me to send somebody to you and not have you say okay, you need to buy $5,000 worth of product. And not only that, I want you to join my downline and all you have to know that person you have to know. And the only way that you're going to get to know the people that you can refer to other people is by sitting down with them and having a conversation and having a, like, just like you said, Moira, if I'm going to ask a business coach, Hey, tell me about your program. And she immediately goes into the sale. Then I'm not getting to know her and I'm not mm-hmm. getting to trust her and probably won't sign up. Yeah. Well, you know, I say to people often uh, when we talk about different things, I'm like, you know, they make they make chicken in parts because not everybody likes all the parts. Right. (laughs) And so, I mean, one of the things that Wesos does is that you have success strategists who are different women who have businesses that as a Wesos member, you can um, have a success strategy. Right. Session session. Yeah. Session with them and get to know them and to get to know and just again, pick their brain. And that's how I found my coach that I'm working with now. But I've had like a few success strategy uh, times and not everyone, they're all great gals, but they all didn't fit me, you know, and fit what I was needing and fit, like you said, fit my energy. They're all outstanding coaches, successful and all that, but they're not a fit for me. I went through them and talked to them and learned about their and got their vibe. And then I chose the one actually. And then somebody said, well, you might want to talk to this gal because I think she's more your style and kind of what you're looking for, for your business, for your business growth and things like that. So it's so important. I can't stress it enough that, uh, and it it occurred to me when I was, so when I first got into networking and I, you know, went to BNI and I went to some of these other places and I'm not bashing these other places, they may be good for other people. Um, they were not good for me. And I, the experience I had was that the financial planner who was in the BNI that I was considering joining, I didn't trust. I didn't, I just got a bad vibe and not saying that he was not trustworthy or whatever it was. It's just, I'm not going to send anybody to you. So I, it would be disingenuous for me to join this BNI knowing full well that I have friends that are looking to, you know, put money in retirement or investing it. But I won't send them to you because I personally don't trust you. So when I go into a WESOS meeting and I see we have so many different financial advisors and you skid on a one-on-one with somebody and just it just clicks. Mm-hmm. It's just, you know what? I want you to look at my stuff. And for whatever reason, I think that as women, as us being so intuitive, I think it makes a big difference in our in our business and choices of who we do business with. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. I was going to, you know, ask you like, what have you throughout the years, like, what have you learned about women, be it good or bad or, yeah. I mean, have things stuck out to you that you see over and over that maybe you didn't expect or that, you know, or you did expect, but kind of what have you learned about women? Well, I, you know what? I really had no expectations. 
And that I think it was a blessing that when I first started the group, it was basically just like, I just want everybody to know what I, what I do, you know? So how are we going to do this? The biggest aha for me in the Wesos community was how much women don't want to be catty and they don't want to judge, but it's, it seems, I don't even know what it is. It, 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 it to me, it seems like it's been ingrained in us that this is how that we compete with one another. And what we so showed me was when I said, you know what, stop it. Why are we doing this? You know, I, I didn't know that people would really stop it and, and see how, you know, what I, the vision that I had, but it seems 90% of the time we do have women that comply. We do have women that aren't selling to each other, only selling to each other. We do have people that care about each other and we are a community because of the rules that basically made it against the rules for you to judge and how quickly women complied to that. At least the women who stick, there's a lot of women who come through WESOS who it just doesn't fit for them. And I always tell the WESOS sisters that you guys get it. You get what we're trying to do here. And there's a lot of people who just don't get it, who, who are in that transactional way of doing business and that's fine. And they just, you know, they just move along. Yeah, that's true. And and I've learned that in my life too of meeting different different um, women, be it in WESOs or other groups. I mean, you just get that. I mean, maybe that is it. That women are very intuitive. I know I'm intuitive. My husband's extremely intuitive, and I get that. I get the energy, and so I just. I mean, you just get that gut feeling that this person is good or they're not, or or they're a good fit, or they're, they're a good fit, and yeah, mm-hmm. and, and you know, I'm going to take your card and I'm going to call you. I've called many of women and said, you know, when I met you at this meeting, and I don't know, your card just keeps coming across my desk. I feel like I should call you, and those are the wonderful connections to make, and I like that. I mean, I you know, I think as we raised our kids, I'm sure you knew know that like our kids want the boundaries. Like sometimes they mm-hmm. misbehave, but they want. Mm-hmm boundaries around them because they they need it and they strive for that and all that and just like when you said that the women like once you put those guidelines down you know it's okay the women will comply to that and I think that women I know that I mean we so says continues to grow and expand so women do like that it takes a huge burden. Yeah. It takes a huge burden off of you. You know, if you I know I can show up in a WESOS meeting with no makeup on and just hang out. We had a gal who came to a WESOS meeting. Now we're going back about four years. I'll never forget it because she's a friend of mine, but I hadn't, hadn't talked to her in a couple of months. And she came to the meeting and she was, you know, she wasn't dressed the way she normally would dress, right? And, you know, nobody makes a big deal out of it. It's just like, you know, show up if you can. And she got up to do her 30 second intro. So, you know, every one of our meetings, everybody gets to do a 30 second intro. And she said in her intro, she said, I love this place so much. I haven't gotten out of my pajamas in three months because my mother died and I just needed to be by my way. So sisters. And of course, you know, the room erupted and everybody was hugging her and coming up to her and everything. But how incredible is that to think that you're going through one of the most devastating times in your life, but you want to hang around with these ladies. And that's, I always go through this in my mind, Moira. Are we a support group or are we a business group? And mm-hmm. I think sometimes we're support forward and sometimes we're business forward, but it's that's just what Wesos is. That's just who she is. Yeah. Well, and today, you know, as we're recording this, the podcast that I put out that I publicized um, is, is a, just a solo episode that I did. 
called We All Get Along with a Little Help from Our Friends. And I was so reminded of that. And I just, you know, opened the mic and recorded it last week. You know, during, again, I've been involved with Shackley for 21 years. And even I was walking with a, a newer friend this morning. And I said, one of the best things I love about it, besides the pills and cleaners, is the community. And I talked about on the podcast how, you know, my daughter has been struggling for the last five, seven years and in and out of treatment programs all around the United States. And there have been times that I've needed somebody to take something to her. I've needed a place to stay. I've needed a place to go and cry. I've needed a place for her to stay. And the women that helped me out with that were my Shackley sisters. I mean, I called one of them a couple of weeks ago um, when my daughter was making the choice to transfer from a place in Wisconsin down to North Carolina. And we were on the phone and off the phone. And she said, who do you know down there? Do you know anybody exactly there? Because this has happened before. And so I looked around and I looked on my, in my resources and I texted a few people and I said, nobody lives like really close to where you're going. Well, on and on, she goes with her plans. And she said, well, could I go to, is there anybody in Charlotte? And I said, well, yeah, sure. I know people, but that's like two hours from where you're going. Well, I just, and again, on and on the plans. I called my girlfriend and texted her. And in two days, she said, sure, she can come. I said, I just need a bed for her to sleep in. She's coming in late. She's going to get picked up early. I just need a place for her to stay as opposed to a hotel. And like my daughter's in a pretty good shape. But again, she's my daughter. And like yes. an Airbnb and a place that she doesn't know. Mm -hmm. Cindy went and picked her up at the airport. And she let her do laundry in the morning and she sent her off in the morning within two days notice. She did that for me. I mean, that's amazing. That's amazing. I mean, that's what Weasos has. That's what Shackley has. That's community that you can't find any other place. I told that well, woman and that's today. The biggest thing. No, go ahead. Yeah. You just can't, I've never been, I've been in nursing. I've been in medical sales. I've been in women's groups in my, uh, my town. I've been in volunteer organizations. It's really rare to find that type of, support and, and community. it is community it is community and that's i was invited to new york a couple of years ago to i i wasn't the only speaker but i i, I spoke at meetup and meet that was the premise behind meetup so one of the uh, one of the greatest things about being involved with meetup was how deeply they dive into the idea of community and i always tell our resource leaders you're not just getting a bunch of a group of women together. You're creating a community. And that means so much more because a group of people is just a group of people. They could be a mob for crying out loud, but a group of people that actually cares about one another. Now you're talking about a community and that's pretty fragile. And you have to be very cognizant of how you're growing the community and the culture that you want to keep thriving in your community, which is why we always say our intention at every one of our meetings. That's why we do the close. It's uh, every book that I wrote uh, that I read on um, community was, you know, having the structure of a, of a chapter meeting and having the people care about each other and being part of the community, even when you're not at a chapter meeting. Right. Right. And as I finished up that, that podcast episode that I did, I said, you know, just be a good friend. Because you never know when, you know, you're going to need, and not that you're doing it tit for tat, like I'm going to be a good friend because I'm going to need, you know, but it's like, just be a good friend because you never know, again, how you could impact that person. Like the fact that that gal got up and 
brought herself to Wesos in her PJs, you know, I mean, you just never know when people are going to need that. And, and you never know when people are hurting too. Right. And that's why you just, you're just, you know, on, as much as you possibly can, just be, be a kind person to everyone that you can be a kind person to assume the positive story, not assume the negative story. You know, we have right. so many stories that we tell ourselves in our head and it's just, just, you're making it up anyway. So make mm-hmm. up something that's, that's positive. Right. 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 <laughs> right. And yeah, again, don't be afraid. And yeah, when somebody, again, I just be a good friend, do something kind. I mean, when my mom died in April, one of my customers who's become one of my good friends, um, she just, she found out while well, I ran into her, <laughs> It's not funny, but it's kind of, I mean, I was parking the car in Glen Ellen. Well, I'd gotten into the car from the florist. I had just gone to order the, the, I was, that was my job too. I wanted to order the flowers. And so I just gotten back into the car and she pulled up next to me and parked and got out and she's like, Oh, hi, hi. And she goes, how are you? And I'm like, great. She goes, what's going on? I'm like, well, I just ordered my mom's funeral flowers. She's like, Oh, and um, she didn't know. And, but like the next day she texted me, she goes, I'm bringing you food. Now she used to be oh. a, she used to be a caterer and a chef. So I was like, I'll take anything from her. So, <laughs> but the fact is she didn't say, do you need anything? She said, I'm bringing mm-hmm. you food. Yeah. And so and she knew, yeah. And she, she knew, knew that do. that would, that would bless me. You know, my yes. team in Shackley, some of my team in Shackley, and I want to talk about that culture in a second. I mean, they, they know I love to garden and my, well, and my mother loved to garden more, but they bought me a gift card to a garden center, you know, as my, you know, and so I have, I was just out there before we went on here and this bush that I bought that attracts butterflies and, and hummingbirds. It's like, it's doing so well. And it has the colors that my mother loved. It's like, that's Mm -hmm. my, you know, and again, that's just meaningful to me. And so, and just, and again, to give light again to that culture, like same thing, I have a very large team and it's been growing over the years. And that's what my kind of my partner who's up my upline, but my dear friend, Pam Carey, that's what we've worked on so hard. It's like keeping that positive culture. And I know you do that so much with WeSos too. It's like, there isn't, there's no time for drama. And like on our page, like when people start to talk, I'm like off the page, you got to bitch up and like, do not put it on the page. Like I want to keep that. And it's not always easy to do. Right. And I think, you know that, but just to keep, Mm -hmm. but it is possible to keep that culture of positivity, no backstabbing, no drama, you know, well, and you know what, I really love the idea of, of pay it forward because we talked about this. So we had a Yorkville chapter meeting yesterday and we were talking about this where just because I do something for Moira doesn't mean that I'm going to get something back from you. Mm-hmm. We, we all have to realize that you're putting it out essentially, you know, I don't know what everybody believes, but you're putting it out in the universe. You're putting good things out into the universe and good things are going to come back to you. So I might have somebody who does something nice and brings, brings me food because of the nice thing I did for this other person. And the gal who is allowing your daughter to stay with her, she might not ever get anything from you, but she'll get things from, you have to believe that she'll get things from the world. You know, a lot of people call it karma. I believe in it. I think the more you give, the more you get. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, and there is, you know, we were talking about analytical minds and not analytical minds, but a lot of times I think we say, well, do this, get this. And so this isn't necessarily a linear, your relationship all the time. It is that like, put it out there. And like, you never know. And like Cindy said to me, she goes, absolutely. She said, you're my, you're my sister. I consider you like my sister. 
And so I would do anything for you. I'd do anything That's for her. So Same thing. If she came to town, I'd run something to the airport or whatever. I've done that plenty of times for others. Um, because that's just, that's that culture that's been created and that we continue to cultivate and whatnot. I mean, prayer partners, when things have been tough, I've just, I got my little group text and uh, I wouldn't doubt that some of the Weso sisters do like, you know what? I need some prayers. I need some help here or whatever. Mm -hmm. And, um, Mm -hmm. you know, reaching out when you need it, you know? Right. Right. Um, And you, and we don't get through this world all alone and, you know, family is great, but having a community that you really trust. And, and I think trust, like you said, it's, it's the most important thing is that you, you know, that your daughter's going to a safe place because you trust this woman and that gives you so much more peace of mind. And it makes just for, it just is trickle down through your whole life, this ripple effect of happiness. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And it's, it is kind of, again, just when you said that, I thought about like, if I were to, I know somebody in Arizona, I think there's a chapter in Arizona, right? If I were to say, why don't you go to the Wiesos <laughs> chapter in Arizona? Like, I know that it's going to be, you know, we talk about that in branding. Like I remember in a networking group, uh, not this one, but we talked about like that, the, you know, the idea of branding, like when you're out of town, if you see a Starbucks, you know what you're going to get when you go to Starbucks. You know, if you see a McDonald's, you know what you're going to get when you go to McDonald's. And it's kind of that, you know, again, branding yourself or creating that culture, that community. Like if somebody's going to be in Florida, I know, well, you ought to go to this WeSos group down in Florida because a bunch of great ladies. We have them up here too, that kind of thing. So it's, yeah. um, it's awesome when you can create that. And it has been created with WeSos. Well, it has been created. And like I said, and I knew from I, just intuitively, again, going into to it intuitively, that the culture was going to be the most precious thing in this group. You know, we, I can teach somebody how to put up a meetup. I can teach them the words to say, I can teach them the intention. You can teach a monkey to do that. Right. But if you don't have the heart and you don't have somebody leading with the idea of what the culture is of Wesos and what the, the, the tone and the cadence for being a leader is in Wesos, your, your, your community will fail. Because mm-hmm. we, that's why we're so particular about anybody that we bring on as a leader, because they need to, they need to embrace the, the spirit of Wiesos in their heart. Otherwise the culture will not, will not continue. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I was going to say. You know, what your, if somebody's listening to this and saying, I'd love to start, you know, a community or a networking group or some, you know, are there a few things that, you know, you definitely say are must-haves or better stay away from type of things in different, besides what we've already talked about, but, you know, if they're looking at starting their own type of group. Yeah. And all uh, the, the, the technical information about how to start your own chapter is right on our website at wesosnetwork.com. But again, I, I can't stress enough that if, if you don't have the best intentions, if you don't come from a service leadership attitude, don't apply. Because we we need we need somebody who is interested in connecting other women for their success. We need somebody who is going to take the lead, pretty much the example of what it looks like to go on one-on-ones and to connect people. You know, so many times, Moira, I'll be on a one-on-one with somebody and say, say I was thinking of you and I'm talking to a financial person or I'm talking to uh, a chimney sweep or something. And t- the woman just the more she talks, the more I just, it just keeps going off in my head. She needs to meet Moira. 
I don't know why. I mean, I have no idea the condition of your chimney. I have no idea. You know, it's just, and maybe it's just something as simple as, and I've done this before. Somebody's name pops up and I'm talking to somebody and I introduce them and they ended up going, they were at the same college at the same time. Mm-hmm. And it's just, I think we are very intuitive people and I think it's becoming stronger and stronger. So when you do meet somebody, this is what I tell our leaders too. When you do meet somebody, don't overthink it. Just introduce them to the other person. Mm-hmm. It's never going to hurt you to widen your network. Right. Well, and I, that happened to me because I was meeting with Tammy Helfrig and Don Duffy's name came up and then she was meeting with somebody and my name came up. So Don Duffy reached out to me and she said, okay, it's time for us to meet because, you know, <laughs> they're talking about you. I'm talking, you know, they're talking about me. And so I'm like, yeah, let's meet. And what a wonderful connection. We met at the horse farm and we sat and talked and. I think um, I saw those pictures. Yeah. Just a great. Um, she's I, so I, wonderful. She's I love wonderful. Don. And I'm so glad to be connected, connected with her. And, um, you know, I think, you know, we talk about, uh, you said something about a book and I want to mention before I forget, like a book that's called The Go-Giver. And if you haven't heard that that book, I'm sure you know that book, but Bob Berg, and he has several Go-Givers now. And they're small little books. They're kind of anthologies, you know, a little story that tells a story and has a purpose, that type of thing. But it is about that service. I mean, that's, and there's a servant leadership book that I have too. And you know, it is about that. It's like you give and give and give expecting. And there's another one of those a hundred and zero. I don't know. You give a hundred percent expecting nothing in return. There's lots of those books out there that have a lot of value when you read them. Well, um, it's funny that you say that. And I don't know if I've ever t- discussed this with you, but I was deeply immersed in the go-giver when I started WeSos. Hmm. And I love the idea. And I always tell everybody, I'm like, if you really believe that you get back tenfold what you put out into the world or what you give, you should be looking for ways to give every day, every minute of your life selfishly, because now you're going to have so much abundance because you've mm-hmm. given so much. So it's, it's this, it's this cycle. And as Bob Berg talks about, it's the cycle of, of giving and receiving. I think where a lot of women miss is that they don't allow the, themselves to receive. So the fact that you were able to reach out to your friend, how easy would it have been? I mean, you probably would have gotten an ulcer, but just say, you know what, honey, just go stay at this hotel, go stay at this hostel. And, you know, I'll, I'll just stay up all night and pray. But you had, you had the, and I do think it's courage, courage to reach out to somebody and say, I need help. Mm -hmm. And you got the help and you received the help, but that keeps this, this, the whole cycle of giving and receiving going because you're willing to allow uh, to expose yourself to the vulnerability that, Hey, yeah, maybe I do really want this. And, or your friend who said, I'm going to make you a meal. No, you don't need to do that. No, you don't need, don't, don't bother yourself. No, thank you. Thank you. And be gracious that someone give them the opportunity to feel good. Just like you feel good when you give somebody something. Right. And I've heard that said that if you say, even if you just push away the compliment, I mean, you don't give that person the opportunity to give that compliment or to do something nice. You know, people have heard that on my podcast before. I talk about that. Like, I mean, that's a big discovery that I went through in the last, you know, three, four years as I went through some different courses and whatnot. Just the fact that I just didn't ask for help. But it was wrapped around this fear that like, well, when if I ask for help, then that means I'm incapable and I'm not competent and that I'm, you know, and I learned that it's, 
I like to say support now, you know, it's not, it's okay mm-hmm. to ask for help, but let's ask for support because support sounds a little nicer and support mm-hmm. can be, okay, I need you to, you know, I need some money or I need you to help, you know, but help can be, and I need you to come home. The babies are crying. You know, my husband will never live me, let that live that one down. Cause he came home. And of course the babies <laughs> are all sleeping, you know, but, um, but support, but support can be like, let's go for a walk. Like, can we go catch a movie? Can you sit and talk to me or can you sit and listen to me or whatever? It can look different ways, but it doesn't mean that we're incapable. We're all strong women, but sometimes we just need a little bit of support and it's okay. We're not helpless, helpless, but if if you're supportless, I think that you, you have you're in a worse spot. Mm -hmm. So I think we, you can power through anything we need. We're women. We'll power through anything we need to power through. But if you can, power through with a friend, or if you can solve a problem with a friend, or if you can call a friend and say, my daughter needs a place to stay. That's what living life is all about is Mm -hmm. that it's mutual support. And like you said, so much of the time in our group, people confuse buying from one another as support. And I think that that's, that's just helping you maintain your business. Mm -hmm. If someone buys something from you to get support is meaning opening up my network to you, engaging with you on social media so that you get more visibility. You know, these things, you know, going for a walk and, you know, going to a horse farm, that sounds like a blast, by the way. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just, you know, th- that is the true support. That's the support that we're looking for, it, not only in our networking group, not only in Weasels, but in life, you know, you, you're lucky you've got that in your business. I think a lot of people are very stressed in corporate America because they're not feeling supported. They're Mm -hmm. feeling lonely. Right. And that's, you know, I loved, again, going for a walk with this gal today. And quite honestly, I was talking, you know, I'd love to have her join me in the business. She's a customer of mine, but she's a, she would be a perfect fit for my team. And that's what I talked about. I said, corporate America, like you don't get this anyplace else. And so I'll say it's more than, it's more than pills and cleaners. Like when you join Shackley, when you join the Gorski wellness team, it's more than pills and cleaners. It's about support. And for me, I, you know, I used to say, well, it doesn't matter how much money I make, you know, as long as I have the community, like it is important to me. I mean, it is a wonderful business opportunity and I make good money and I want to, con- and I'm going to continue to grow. But the important part that you just don't find any place else is that support. You just don't, you know, you just don't, I've never found it anyplace else. Again, I think that's probably why I love Wesos because I mean, I went into Geneva's meeting last month and oh my God, because we're all of a sudden we can all get back together, you know, it's full great. And it was like, holy cow, there was so much energy in that room and it was such a wonderful meeting. And again, it's great. Can't say it enough that all that community and support. Well, the energy, the energy, the energy, the energy. And I think that that's what, that, that this is, this will be hopefully uh, in my lifetime that we really start to, as collectively as a society, really start to appreciate really what energy looks like. And it's not just getting up in the morning and working out. It's the energy that you exude. And are you, are you, are you attracting the people that you want in your life? You know, I, I do a presentation about letting your freak flag fall and I always say, you know, be yourself because when you're yourself, you're going to attract people and you're going to repel people. Mm-hmm. Guess what? You don't want to attract the people that you that you're repelling. 
That's that's a, a, a toxic relationship. You want to attract the people that are attracted to you and you want to be with the people that you're attracted to. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Any other good books that you've read that you think are are good for this idea of being a servant leader or community? I, I You know what, what comes to top to mind immediately was another thing that really led me to, to where Wesos is today is uh, if you haven't seen Simon Sinek, is that, am I saying his name right? Mm-hmm. His um, he does a TED talk on on beliefs, and that's really what I always wanted to lead with with Wesos was what do you believe in? Do you believe that women can get further faster and and will get there stronger if we all work together and help each other become stronger? Or you believe, or do you just believe that you know if I get the sale, then I'm going to be you know I'll win my trip to Jamaica or whatever? So. It really, I always wanted to be belief forward was what, what are our beliefs and what do, what, what do we hold true in WESOS? And he talks about how Apple started that and they're not just a commuter company. They, you know, believe in humanity or whatever he said. Uh, and I really, I, cause people follow you because of your beliefs, not, you know, necessarily because you're pretty or you're popular or you're, you know, smart or whatever. And, you know, all of those things that, Sometimes as women, we judge each other on, but mm-hmm. I think at the end of the day, it's, it is, what do you believe? I think you and I believe a mm-hmm. lot of, of the same things. Mm-hmm. And I think, you know, watching that video was, was a big thing for me, but mm-hmm. I've read a lot of books. Uh, you know, Brene Brown is great. Her dare, dare to lead was one that uh, I did. Then a lot of books on community, uh, anything on community, I get my hands on. I love that. But really that it, it did start. It's so funny that before I even got on this podcast, I was thinking, you know what? I've always thought about getting certified as a go-giver coach because <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. I think that would be, that would line up perfectly with the WESOS way. Absolutely. Yeah. And I've, I think I've seen that. I'll have to go back and take a look at Simon Sinek because I've watched a few of his things and he has some really great ways of, of saying things and us looking at things, which is a little bit opposite than what we're really used to. And I love that. Like, I hope people heard that, especially if you're in network marketing, like, do you believe that if you, you know, what, however you said that, you know, the belief of, you know, selling your product is going to get you to Jamaica or connecting with a woman and just knowing that, I don't know, it's just whatever that was, rewind it's, and it's, listen it's to what, it. It's it was, what you believe. I, what you believe. You know what yeah. I think uh, Google, um, because I read the book too, now that I think about it, um, start with why. Right. Yep. So, and you, I mean, that, that's something that runs through the thread of all uh, network marketing is, you know, what is your why? Why, mm-hmm. you know, I know you're passionate about health. Every time we get together, we talk about health. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, it was something that very gradually came on to me is, you know what? I, I, oh, when my little girls were, when my girls were little and they would be bullied at school as I was bullied at school, as we all probably were bullied at school. And, you know, they got into some really, you know, I know that your daughter's going through some challenges too kids can be so mean. And I always kept thinking, you know, how could, what would the world look like if we just had women all on the same page? If Mm -hmm. we just, we all raised our girls the same way to celebrate our differences, not just tolerate our differences, but celebrate our differences. What would the world look like? And I telling you, if we, if we had an army of we women, we could really make a huge impact on the world for the good, for good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think that's a great way to, to finish this up again, really just again, embracing our differences and just supporting each other. You have just done a tremendous job. I don't remember how many years it's been that 
um, spent, Weasels has been around, but so ten, 10 years since our first meeting. <laughs> wow. Wow. Yeah. So such a great thing. And, um, just really wonderful. And I'm so thankful that you were here today that we could talk about this again, how we can support each other as women, as business owners, as women, as friends. Um, and, you know, again, not, not being afraid to pick up the, the phone and say, you know, what can you help me? I mean, I sat in an ER one night going, I wonder where Jenny lives. I think she's in Wisconsin. She might live <laughs> close. And I texted her and I said, where do you live compared to this? And she goes, oh, about 10 minutes. I said, okay, well, let me tell you. It was pouring rain. I had a full day the next day. I had just dropped my daughter off. I said, do you have a bed I could sleep in? Could I just sleep on your couch? Of course. You know, she got PJ. She met me at the door with a beer in my PJs. And and we sat and cried and talked and slept. And I was out the door at 6 a.m. But again- You're giving me chills. Yeah, it's just, (laughs) again, I just, it's so- Again, go listen to the podcast episode if you haven't already about you know, will, friends yeah. and all that. But um, again, thank you for being here. Again, any last words to uh, about empowering women or, I mean, we've, we've, we've talked about some great stuff today, but any last words for my audience? Uh, yeah, I, I, I think that it's, it, you, we've got to come with the mindset of stop, a, stop taking everything so personally. Stop taking everything so personally. You know, your opinion of me is none of my business. And always, always look for the good in people. Always look, because everybody's got something good. Uh, When I was really working hard on taking the judgment out of my thoughts, when a judging thought would come up, I would then immediately, you have to notice it first. And then once you notice it, to be able to focus on something that you really like about that person. And just, just flip the script in your head. And you know what, Moira? It made me a happier person. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Absolutely. So good. Thank you, Jean Lavalli. All the, um, if you want to get connected with WESOS, uh, the information will be in the show notes. You can click through there again. If you're in, if you want to know if there's a WESOS chapter in your area, there's, um, you can find it there. Again, if you want to start your own, you can find that. Again, it's a great organization and you're just a great woman. I'm just so thrilled to call you friend and to have you be on my podcast. Very honored. Um, so thank right you. Right back to you. Ditto yeah. right back to you. <laughs> yeah. You're very uh, uh, welcome. And um, I got to go because I got a dance lesson. So I'm thanks for being for on the podcast. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Yeah, we'll talk to you next time. Thanks for listening. If you like this podcast, head over to iTunes and leave me a five-star review. Share it with others and make sure you hit the subscribe button so you don't miss a thing. I've got a tribe over on Facebook, so head over there and search for Juggling the Chaos of Recovery Podcast Tribe. And do you know somebody who has a story, a story to share, a story of recovery and hope? Please let me know as I'd love to feature them as a guest on one of these next upcoming podcasts. And perhaps you're looking for a community of like-minded, collaborative, and supportive people who cheer each other on as we strive to improve our lives. If that sounds like something you've been looking for, schedule some time with me. You'll find the links in the show notes. Let's talk and let me help you find your way. And I'm here to tell you that you're worth it.